Today on the podcast, we're talking about sales growth. Now, I know we all have tactics and strategies that we love to use to grow our sales. But today we're talking about something that very few of us pay attention to, but it is super important because it can help us reach our goals or if we don't pay attention, it can mean that we don't get the sales we want. So come listen. Today we're talking about what it's costing you to acquire a customer. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the e-commerce roadmap, the podcast for store owners who are growing their sales without spending a fortune on ads. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up and join your host, Susan Bradley, as we dive into the work that will grow your sales this year. Hey there, welcome back. So I love the topic of today's episode because as e-commerce store owners, I think we are always really interested in all the tactics and strategies that we can get our hands on that will grow our sales. And we're really wired to be focused on growth in our businesses. And I think that's fine. That's normal and it makes sense. And I feel the very same way about my business But there's one thing about growth that I have noticed that many, many store owners miss. I've missed it before. I have clients that are selling at a high level that have missed it. And I don't hear, you know, a lot of the gurus or the people who are giving advice in our space. I don't hear them talking about this either. Yet, it's a huge, important piece of the growth puzzle. And I'd say to you that it's almost the key to long-term sustainable sales growth, growth you can sustain over time. So I just want to preface this episode with this, because what I want you to listen for is I want you to learn why it's so important for you to focus on growing your customer base, adding new customers, but also how to calculate what that is costing you. What does it cost you to get a new customer? I'm going to show you how in this episode And then how to apply what you learn to your own business so that you can save yourself some pain and grow your store in a steady, profitable manner. Okay, so let's just dive into this. And the first thing I need to share with you is what is the cost of acquiring a customer? What does that really mean? And and here's a simple way for you to think about it. And it's, it's this, it's that when you start out in your new And you might not be spending any money on ads. You might be doing everything organically and you're working on your Facebook and you're working on Instagram and you might be on TikTok or on Pinterest and you're getting some sales and they're new customers, of course. And basically it's not costing you anything but your time to get those customers. And that's really common and that's a great thing. I encourage everyone to figure out how to do that. But once you've figured that out and you want to grow your sales, it's really not very common at all that most people can scale that. Most people can't scale that up and they need to spend some money getting in front of more people so that they can acquire more customers. And so they need to spend some money on ads for marketing. And so when we talk about the cost to acquire a customer or acquisition cost, what we're really talking about is if I took this pool of money, so say I spent $1,000 this month on marketing, on ads, 
And how many new customers did I get this month? Let's say I got a thousand. No, that's two. That's that'd be too good. So say I spent a thousand dollars and I got a hundred customers this month. When I divide those hundred customers into that thousand dollars, my cost of acquisition is ten dollars. And that is a really important number to know for so many reasons. But the reasons that it's really important to us, I think, are that it helps us understand a couple of things. The first thing is it reminds us that it is not free to grow our sales. Because I think so many times we think we're failing because our sales aren't growing the way we want, or we're not reaching the goals that we had set for ourselves. And really, once you calculate that cost of acquiring a customer, it kind of sets a number in your head that reminds you that it's not free to get a customer. It's going to cost you some money. And the beauty of this is once you know what your cost of acquiring a customer is, it gives you so much power. Even if it's just to compare and to evaluate the work you're doing, like you could literally compare the cost of acquiring a customer on your website to the cost of acquiring a customer on Etsy or on Amazon. Like, what is the difference? You know, how much it costs you on your website? What does it cost you on fees for Etsy? It's really important for you to know because it helps you evaluate where, you know, where you are, set some benchmarks for you. You could also compare the cost of growing your website to the cost of growing uh, your sales using an in-person event. Like so many times I'll see in the inner circle that somebody's got an opportunity to go to an in-person event and for sure they've invested some money probably for their booth and then some time lugging all that stuff around. And, and what is the outcome for that? What is it costing them to acquire those customers? So say they spend $2,000 in time and money to go to that event and they get a hundred new customers. So that's costing them $20 to acquire a customer instead of $10 on their website. So again, it helps you make a good decision about whether you're going to do some of the things that might seem exciting at the time, but maybe not such a good idea for the long run. Another thing you could compare is the cost of growing your website sales to the cost of going to a trade show or and selling wholesale or going uh, on to fair and selling wholesale there, you'll be able to attach a price tag to what the growth is, like the growth opportunity is for you in each area. And that brings me to growth as a whole. And there's something that I think we all need to remember is that when we're thinking about growth, growing our sales, we really need to evaluate it a little bit differently than most people do. It's not quite as simple as just looking at the number. Instead of looking at the sales number, I really encourage all of you to focus on customers. And here's why I think it's so important. I think, and this is what I see all the time. What what happens is that we look at our sales and we're happy with our sales And we can get short-term sales and increase our sales a chunk by selling more stuff to the customers we already have. We can do that. If you're a decent marketer, you know, you're doing your get nails, your get sales now events, you can sell more stuff to the people you already have. But in the long run, 
in order to grow, you must acquire new customers so that you can have long-term sustainable growth because the customers you already have are super valuable. And yes, you can sell them more, but eventually everyone stops buying. They have a lifetime and eventually they'll stop buying. You'll have sold them all you can sell them and they'll go away. And I see this all the time when somebody's been successful and they feel like they've hit a wall. And I actually have a podcast episode about, and I'll I'll tell you, I'll put it in the show notes because it's a really valuable, is why you're hitting the wall. And it's generally because you are losing customers faster than you're gaining customers. And it's simply because you haven't spent enough time and enough focus and potentially enough money on growing your customer base. And so focusing on customers as well as sales will give you a more balanced uh, long run of growth than just worrying about how can I get more sales this month. So I think it's important to onboard that for all of us. The last thing I would say that is so important, and again, I see this time and time again, is that that darn magical thinking. And the magical thinking is, okay, I'm going to do this. Here's the goal, my goal. Here's the outcome I want. Here's my plan. Most of us are pretty good at that, right? We can set a good goal. We can create a plan to reach our goals. And then we stop and we let it rip. We just let it go. But what happens is when you're clear on the cost of acquiring a new customer, and we can go back to that $10, maybe it's $10 to acquire that customer, you can actually say, hey, I need 100 orders to be successful in this promotion. This is That's my goal, 100 orders based on my average order value of 75 bucks an order. That, that looks like success to me. But what I know is that of those 100 orders, maybe maybe 60 to 70% need to be first-time customers. And when I know that, then I know that that could cost me $10 a customer. So maybe I need to put $600 to $700 as a marketing budget to reach that goal, to give myself a chance of reaching that goal, to be visible enough, to have enough people see it that I can convert that many new customers. And I think this is a step that we all miss. We just magically think because we do the thing, you know, we've got the plan, it's going to happen. But the truth is that you need to be acquiring new customers to reach those goals. And you have to have a marketing budget that is aligned with it. It'll get you so much closer to the goal if you do that. Now, I have uh, a little process to walk you through I'm going to try and walk you through it quickly here on the podcast, but I want you to know that like, don't run and grab a pen. Don't feel panicked if you can't uh, follow because really you can go to the show notes and download the workbook because I think it's important for you to be able to figure this out for your own business rather than the examples that I have. And and I don't want you to be surprised the first time you calculate it, if it's really high. And I think you can bring that cost down by a focus on it. But just know that it might be like, put you, you know, put you in the corner for an hour or two, but that's okay. You can figure this out. I promise like everything else, it's a problem to solve. And so start simply, 
as uh, if you want to figure out your cost of acquiring a customer, I want you to start with a long period of time. And so I am recording this in September. And so if I went with my year to date numbers, that would be a nice chunk of time for me to calculate the cost of acquiring a customer. And really all I would do, I would keep it super simple. I would just take the total cost of my ad spend. So if I'm spending money on Google and Facebook and Instagram, I would add that all together year to date and say, okay, this is what I've spent on uh, marketing. And then I would go back and there's instructions inside of the workbook if you don't know how to do this yourself. But I would go look and see how many first-time customers I've had year to date. And all I would do is take that pool of marketing money and divide it by the number of new customers that I got. And I would assign that number, whatever that dollar number is, that is the acquisition cost I'm working with. I think that's the most simple. Now in the workbook, I'm going to show you how to apply this to your business. So how do you use this data to set a good sales increase goal? Like say you want to increase your sales by $25,000. How do you use this data to do it? And I'll walk you through and there's lines to fill out and you can actually see what it means to you and your business and your plans. I think it's, it's super important for you to at least work through the process. But I want to give you an example. I'm not going to, it's too much like numbers and talking to walk you through that process here on the podcast. But I do want to give you an example. And this is an example that I used actually for our mastermind clients last year. Our um, member success coach, Tina, has this little side business and it's her project store. And we looked at her numbers to calculate her cost of acquisition. And so her total cost of marketing when we did it was $31,164. And her total number of first-time customers was 2,121. So 2,121 customers, it cost 31,000 and change. And when we divided the 2,121 into the marketing budget, it came out that year to date, it had cost her $14.69 to acquire a customer. And that's not bad, actually. I think, I mean, I think that's completely workable, but that's what it had cost her. And then we took it a step further and said, hey, so Tina, if you wanted to increase your sales to $25,000, like or not to $25,000 more, get $25,000 more sales, what do you have to do? And so what we did is we took that $25,000 number and divided it by Tina's average order value, which was $38.90. And what she knew from that was in order to bump up her sales by $25,000, she needed 642 orders. So $25,000 divided by the average order value gave her the number of orders she needed. So already this $25,000 abstract number is already more real because it's broken down into the number of orders she needs. But then she could go ahead and apply a marketing budget to it. And so if she knew that she needed 642 new orders 
to reach uh, to get an extra $25,000 in sales, what she would do is then go ahead and apply her returning customer rate to that. So her con- her returning customer rate was quite low. It was, I think it was 18% or something like that. So she could say, okay, so I need 80% new customers. So 80% of 642 would give her the number of new orders she needed, which she could then go ahead and multiply by her uh, cost of acquiring a customer. So when we did this, and I haven't given you the exact numbers, but her marketing budget to get an extra $25,000 in sales, maybe it's over a three-month period, had to be around $8,000. And so that helps you understand what the cost of growth is. I think it helps you a fair bit. So now, how do you take this and use it for your business? So the first thing I think you should do is figure out your cost of acquiring a customer. And you can do that without the workbook or go ahead, head over to the show notes and download the workbook. I think that's the first thing you do. But then once you've got that and it's onboarded, I want you to go back and listen to a couple of episodes of the podcast. You know, it's really important for me this year, more than ever before, that I spend some time planning content and kind of educating people who are in business about money, about the money in your business, how to be profitable, how to pay yourself well, and where you can get caught up. And so I want you to go back and listen to these podcast episodes because they are all going to help you with that part of the business. And so the first episode I would listen to is episode 137, and it is tactics. It is tactics that you can use to get more first-time customers without having to do all sorts of marketing, just things you can do now to up the number of first-time customers that you get. And what's so good about that is that'll get your acquisition cost down. If you plan to do some of these tactics once a month, you're good to go. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes. The next thing I want you to do is listen to episode 157, because 157 is just a quick 10-minute checkup that you should have a look at and do today. And it's really explaining to you how these metrics work, the returning customers, the new customers, and what the benchmarks are, what you should aim for. And then you can kind of measure yourself. Do you need to work on this or are you in good shape? So it's a super short 10-minute checkup, and I recommend that everybody do it. Even if you've listened to it before, a refresh is super helpful. And then the last thing that I think you should do is listen to episode 164. And episode 164 is how to have more cash in your business. And that's because in this episode of calculating the cost of acquiring a customer, what we didn't do is talk about what happens if you acquire too many customers too fast? And it's really a huge risk of uncontrolled growth. And you can grow yourself right out of business. And even if you don't grow yourself right out of business, you can um, you can certainly grow yourself into sleepless nights, into huge cash flow problems, into feeling like you're a failure. And really, it's just that you have grown too fast 
and not, you don't have the capital in your business to sustain that growth. And so it's often because of an uncontrolled marketing spend, it's working, you're getting sales, you keep hearing that cha-ching. So you keep, you think it's important to keep spending all that money. But what it really means is if you don't have the capital in your business to service all those new customers, and I'm talking about service, I'm talking about more inventory, because now you're turning your inventory faster, more people to manage all those orders. The actual cost of getting an order out the door, something that I think is important for us to calculate. And where I see a lot of people struggle is with um, a shipping deficit. So if you are losing money on shipping now, for example, if you offer free shipping or if you offer free shipping over a certain amount, scale up your business too fast and see how much more of your cash that those take. Those are all things that as your business scales, those expenses scale too. And it's kind of a kiss of death for people like us. We want slow controlled growth where we can adjust uh, what we're doing based on how much we're growing and how much profit we want in our business. And so I highly recommend you just go back and listen to episode 164 and think about this for your business. And instead of Um, It might like flip how you're thinking instead of thinking, well, I did $100,000 this year. Next year, I want to do $300,000. That's great. But do you have the cash to do it? This is really um, helping you understand what would happen. Okay, I want to increase my sales by $200,000. Okay, so taking my average order value, how many orders is that? Well, what does it cost me to get an order out the door? How much more inventory would I need? Will I be even more upside down on shipping? Those are all good questions for you to ask yourself as you grow your business. And it might make more sense for you to set your goal at, okay, I'd like to do $150,000 and here's what it's going to cost me. And here's how I'm going to be profitable. So that's it for today. I hope that was helpful for you. I would love to hear from you. Just ping me. I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can always tag me or tag me on Instagram. I'd love to hear what you found out. Don't faint. If your cost uh, per acquiring a customer is higher than you'd like it to be, it's a number you can control. And I'm going to see you next week. Hey there. Are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating. You know you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped wondering what you're missing and what it's going to take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I want to share a free workshop I made for you. Before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want and you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is thesocialsalesgirls.com sales every day. 
I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.